yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. Hello there and welcome back to the Laurel Soccer Chats. It's Lucy here and I'm here with Thomas as always. Hi everyone, um, we've had two games for the first team since we last met. Um, good result in midweek against Sporting in the Europa League. We drew one all, which saw us go through 2-1 on aggregate to the next round, so we're in the round of 16 now. We've been drawn against Zenit St Petersburg. The first leg is in St Petersburg on the 7th of March, with the second leg at the Ceramico on the 14th of March, so hopefully we can get even further in that competition. Yeah, really looking forward to that one. I mean, to get through to the round of 16 is such an achievement. Um, Fornals' goal to put us through was was brilliant. I mean, it was a good performance at home, but obviously it was Pedrata's goal in the first leg that, that really made the difference, that away goal in Lisbon. So really, really happy. It was a great performance at the stadium. And there's a new feel about uh, about Villarreal since our last podcast, at least. Um, there's a very positive atmosphere at the club. Yeah, I mean, for a while we've been saying we just need to put a few results together and we'll start to rise up the table and... Obviously, on on Sunday we then went to Atletico Madrid, and we hope for a, to get maybe a point, maybe even three, and win that with a two 0 loss. But we're still in the relegation zone. But it's not as negative as it has been in previous weeks. We played well, and Javi Cayeta said after the match, the only difference was their killer instinct in the box. We had chances. Tokoy can we could have scored. And we were ready in the game until the 86th, 87th minute when Atleti got their second goal. Yeah, that, that's the main difference, as Kaya said, that they were just more clinical than us on the night. But we really fought, we really went for that match. You know, um, the players gave their all and that was evident. And you can't ask for more than that. I mean, to go to the Wanda Metropolitano is not an easy stadium to play at. And the boys did really well. We're really proud of our team and, and we think, well, we feel and we've seen now that they're on the way up and, and we believe that they can can get out of this this situation. Another team on their way up is the VRLB's team at the moment. Um, they drew three all this weekend against Paralada. Um, it was another frustrating result for them. They've been a few draws in a row now. Yes, a few draws. They've been a few games without a win. They just can't quite get that win. Um, this was an injury time goal by Pepe Castaño to make it free all, so they were 3-2 down. But it was a frustrating result after they were 2-1 up and um, Miguel Leo had two own goals in eight minutes. It was just a match full of bad luck. Yeah, it was terribly a, unlucky there, two own goals. It was another one of those matches where they had lots of chance and they couldn't quite get it off and then it just... That Parallel managed to score two own goals, which is one of those things that just you say it's just not your day. Yeah, unlucky and, and frustrating because the B team need that win at the moment. They're in second place, doing well, but you know we were on such a good run, and I think you know they want to get back to winning ways now. Same for the ladies team. So they drew as well this weekend, nil nil against Almasora, and that match was played at the Castalia, which is Castellon Stadium in the city of Castellon. So that was a first for the women's team to play there. So that was a great occasion unfortunately it was goalless on the night but um, you know a great turnout on a Saturday night at the Castalia and very positive for women's football in general so that was a that was a great encounter may it continue playing in big stadiums for the, for our ladies team and may they get back to winning ways as well yeah I mean obviously a nil-nil draw isn't a bad result but it's not the best result but it's more about the experience of playing in front of a there's such a big crowd in the stadium like that and as you say hopefully that's a sign of things to come in the future yeah definitely I mean it was a nil-nil draw not the result they wanted but they're still in fourth place doing really well um, and as I've said before you know the, four, the first four teams 
this year will qualify for the Primera B, so the, the B version of the first division in next year's league system. So they're well on their way to do that. Um, for today, we've got something a little bit different with you. We've been speaking to some of our boys here who do the player development program here in VRL. So me and Lucy had a chat with them earlier. Yeah, so we have some players from the United States here that play on our player development program and uh, great guys. We sat down and talked with them today. So here's what they have to say. I'm Marlon Medjavar. I'm 20 years old and I was born in El Salvador but raised in the US. Okay, cool. What part of the US? Maryland. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you, Jonathan? Well, I've said your name, but go yeah. ahead. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm 20 years old. Good morning, Virginia. I'm raised in the US. Okay. And what part of the US? Uh, Richmond, Virginia. Okay, so both East Coast there. Mm-hmm. And Freddie? Mm-hmm. Well, my name's Freddie. <laughs> Sorry, I said <laughs> Freddie Rodriguez. I'm, I'm 20 years old, and then I was born in the US. I'm from Maryland. Okay, cool. So all East Coast boys. And tell us a little bit about yourselves as players. So what position do you play? And yeah, why did you decide to come to Spain and join this player development program? Marlon, you can start if you want. Uh, I play as a camp, center attacking mid. And what made me come over here was, well, my dad uh, helped me a lot too, but that leap from playing in El Salvador to playing in Europe is just such a big difference that it's like something worth taking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had to come to Europe to take to make that step up. But you've yeah. represented El Salvador at national level, right? Yeah, under seventeen. Okay. And mm-hmm. you're still involved with the international setup? Uh sometimes, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, hopefully this can help you to keep going with that. Yeah. And I mean it is it's such a step up but compared to the States. I think you mm-hmm. all have realised that, right? Yeah. Um Jonathan, what about for you? Um so yeah, I play striker or um on the wing, left or right. And um, I was in school last year, uh, in the university, and I just didn't feel right. And this opportunity came up through um, someone from my church, he mentioned it, and I got in contact with Brandon and said I could come over here, so I just took the opportunity. Yeah, that's great. And actually, that, that person who was at your church, he used to be an intern for us, Brock. Yeah. Uh, really great guy. In fact, he's probably on one of the former podcasts back a few months ago. Um, but yeah, so we're really glad that that contact worked out for you. I'm glad to have you here. And Freddie, what about you? Why, why did you decide to come? Well, I came to develop as a player and also as a person. Okay, awesome. And do you all feel like you've developed as players? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah? And people? As people as well? As people, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and just quickly, Freddie, what position do you play? Fullback. Yeah. Yeah, so different positions there. So we've got a defender, midfielder, and a striker, so that's great. Um, and you guys all play for our affiliated club, Rodda, yeah? Yeah. And, um, and how's the level there for you guys? Have you noticed much of a difference to back in the States? They pass the ball a lot more than back in the States. Yeah, it's not much more direct in the States, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And here, a lot more possession-based. I know you guys have said this before. I feel like in the States, uh, a lot of focus is on uh, physical strength and like speed. As uh, right here, it's um, a lot more uh, tactics and um, like ball control and like possession and stuff. Definitely, yeah. I mean, as you know, like I've probably said on the podcast before, but I played in the States and I've played in Europe and it's the same in women's football. It's just always the same differences. Here it's a lot more technical, there it's a lot more physical. I think that's the biggest thing you notice. So yeah, well, as you've said, it's helping you to develop. And tell us about what you do day to day in the player development programme. So um, yeah, go for it, Marlon. What what do you do on a daily basis? Uh, Usually 
during the week we have gym four times a week okay. and then after that we usually have class and then from class we get to eat lunch and stuff you know rest a little bit and then we usually train or have uh, practice with our own little kids or we do some video analysis and then that's about it and we get to go home sleep yeah so it's a, it's a, it's a the days day. are pretty full aren't they yeah so i want to ask you about different parts of the program marlon summed it up quite nicely there mm -hmm. but talk to us first of all about so in the mornings you go to the gym and then you have your spanish classes uh how's that dynamic in the morning have you learned a lot from from spanish i mean the gym you're probably used to from the us i guess but how about the spanish classes guys so the Spanish class here is a little more interactive since there's only four of us when uh, Kevin's here. And um, it's a lot more speaking as like, opposed to in the US, the classroom setup would be a lot larger yeah. and you wouldn't really have the same uh, level with the, the teacher. Yeah, that's great. And do you feel like you've improved in your Spanish, Freddie? Yeah, cause, well, my parents are from El Salvador, but they didn't really teach me when I was like, growing up. And when I came here, it's like, all I speak is basically Spanish. And, so, yeah, I improved a lot more. Yeah, and it helps being with the team as well, doesn't it? I mean, when you're training, you've got no other choice. You have to <laughs> you have to speak Spanish. I know, Marlon, you already spoke Spanish yeah. before you came. But I know Spain Spanish is a lot different to South American, yeah? Yes, or Central American. a lot, lot different Yeah. <laughs> Central American. Yeah. Um, okay, great. So you do the Spanish classes, and then in the afternoon, sometimes you coach your, your little kids' teams. Uh, what yeah. teams are you with at the moment? Uh, I'm with Brian and Sarah, So that's uh, U8, right? Yeah. U8 team. Mm -hmm. So the little ones, the very small ones. Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? Oh, I've been having day. Okay. So under 10s? Yeah. Okay. I'm with Jonathan. Yeah. You turn to So you're coaching very, very small kids at the moment. How is that? Uh, I'm sure that's been a very different perspective for you guys. Um, were you doing coaching before you came here, or is this something you've started to do in Spain? Mm, it's something I started to do here. Yes. Yeah. And how do you like it? Well, it's at first it's a, a lot harder trying to get the little kids to listen to you. <laughs> but now that I've been with them for a while, they, they listen and everything. So yeah. it's a lot better now. Okay, now they listen to you, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are quite hard to control about yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> what about you guys with your U10s? Do they listen a bit more? Um, there's an obvious language barrier. But I mean, there's like, we have mutual respect for each other, so. Yeah. yeah. And are there some? And you have some good little players. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. So then, when you coach, you coach a couple of times a week. Is it how many times a week do you coach? Twice. Twice. And after those sessions, you go straight to training yourselves. And mm. tell us about the practice sessions here. How are they different to the US, and and how do they help you develop as players? Oh, uh, it's a lot more smaller spaces. So it's quicker, you gotta be quicker on the ball. Yeah. And uh, know what you're gonna do before you receive it, not you lose it nine times out of ten. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. What about you guys? Um, I guess in the US, the training sessions are, again, focused on like physical strength, like, uh, like your speed, agility. This here is like, it's just tactical stuff. Yeah. You're really tired mentally. Yeah. Because you only gotta be thinking. Yeah, like Marlon said, thinking before you get the ball, thinking of when you're on the ball, mm -hmm. it's, uh, you've got to be a lot more of an intelligent player, I think, here in Europe, right? When you get the ball, it's not just about how, like you said, Jonathan, how strong and fast you are. 
Um, okay, guys, well, obviously your days are packed. We can see that. Um, and sometimes you also go and get to go and watch the first team. So you live pretty close to the stadium. That's right. And you yeah. go to the games a lot as well. Tell us how it's been for you guys going to watch first team matches. Well, it's been... Well, it's been fun, first of all. We like going to see the, the first team, seeing how they've been changing from the beginning of the season until now. But they've been doing well in Europa League, which is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you guys went to the Europa League game last Thursday. Um, how was that? Because obviously we got through to the next round, the round of 16 now. We beat Sporting Club Portugal. Uh, well, we drew 1-1 one -one on the night, mm -hmm. but um, we got through to the next round. Uh, how was it watching that performance? That game, that game was a lot of fun to see. It was hard. Uh, the first half was rather slow, but um, I saw in the second half things sped up, and then uh, the highlight of that night was probably, I guess the biggest moment was um, when Bastos missed the, his uh, chance at the end of the match. Oh, yeah. I think that gave us all a heart attack. Um, yeah, I was actually in the VIP area because I was looking after the UEFA delegate. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting next to Daniele Bonera, Chukwete, and all these guys. And I said to Samu, you know, you, you need to be out there. But at that point, luckily, Fornals had scored, mm -hmm. which which was enough to send us through. And, um, yeah, just so happy to get through to the round of 16. Like you said, there was that scare at the end, but it's okay. We got through. And now in the next round, we've got Zenit, St. Petersburg. So yeah. that'll be a tough match. But um, European nights are always fun. So. Mm -hmm. And what about league games? I mean, you've seen some pretty big teams in the league here. Uh, how has it been watching those as well? Well, it's great. I love uh, the La Liga in general. To me, it's the best league in the world. Yeah. I like uh, even the, the smaller teams try to play a lot of football. Definitely. Which is it's great to watch. Anyways, yeah. yeah. All throughout the league, the teams are, you know, just, like you said, just trying to play all the time, mm -hmm. keeping possession and actually trying to do something instead of just hoofing the ball forward, yeah. you know. So it's, it's great to watch. Every team in La Liga is so good. Um, so yeah, just going back to the player development program, guys. Is there a part that you've got? Do you have a favourite part? Is there something that stood out to you uh, during this experience? Because you've been here most of the season now. Yeah, most of the season. Uh, Jonathan, I know you've been scoring a lot of goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you score a hat trick one game? Yeah, so yeah. That's that's got to be a highlight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I like playing football a lot with the guys, but other than that, um. We'll go on like uh, trips, I guess, to like places in Valencia or just around Spain. I, I've enjoyed spending time with the guys I was doing that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you guys do do a lot of cultural activities, visiting different places. Which places have you been to so far? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that's pretty spectacular. I think it's the biggest in Europe, actually. And so, say so you had any friends back in the US, what would you say to them about maybe why you think that they should join a program like the PDP? Well, for me, it's because I see how much I developed between when I got here to now. Is how I like, I learned how to play football. Like, way more than I, I was learning in the US because I was playing in college too. And then I realized that it's not, it's like not the way how you play. Well, if that isn't a good enough reason to persuade everyone, I don't know what is. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Yeah, what about for you two? Um, I mean, this is where, I guess, the best football in the world is played here in Europe, so if you want to progress and play football, you come here. If you want to stay in the U.S. and play soccer, I mean, that's fine, but if you really want to advance your game, I would, I would come 
that you're on. Yeah. Okay, great. And Well, to develop it's a lot easier because everyone here plays already really well. And, uh, well, you get the opportunities when they come. Like, well, I'm starting to train a lot more with the Rollers first team. And hopefully I'll be able to debut with them soon and hopefully towards the end of the season get time with the club. I'm, I'm sure you will. I mean, mm-hmm. well, just to explain to everyone, Rod is first team playing the third division, so that's a professional yeah. team here. And all these guys are on the verge of breaking into that team, but Marlon's mm-hmm. most recently been training with them, and, and that's the aim of this player development programme, to give you guys an outlet to, mm-hmm. to help, help you play professionally. So uh, hopefully you know a bit more about the player development programme now, and it seems like the boys are having a great time. Yeah, they really are. So thanks for talking, Marlon, Jonathan and Freddie. And as always, guys, if you've got any questions or you'd like to get in touch, drop, just drop us an email at international at villarealcf.es or contact us via Twitter at ENG underscore Villarreal. We'll be happy to hear from you. Speak to you next time. Bye, Bye. guys.